Hello, 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 and welcome to Session with the Kush Queen, where we bring you the latest local and Canadian cannabis news and guests. Hello, 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 and welcome to Smoke Sessions with the Kush Queen. Today I have a longtime friend, travel buddy, mentor, and a, just a lady that I look up to in general, Mimi Cannabis. You all must know her out there by now, and if you don't, you better start to know her. Start following her page. She's got lots of stuff going on, educational, fun, you name it, you can pretty much hit it up on her page. So welcome to you. This has been a long time coming. I know we've been talking about this for a very, very, very long time, and then we have too much fun and we don't do what we're supposed to do when we're together. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's happened to us a couple of times, and you know, um, and that's okay too. That's yeah, we just okay have fun. We get caught what? up. I love you to death, Renee. Honestly, I love you. So this is such a pleasure to be here, and such a pleasure to sit down under these circumstances. I know that things are pretty crazy right now, but you are one face that I have surely missed. Oh, I miss you too. I miss a lot of people. I can't wait till we can all get out. So um, I'd like to start off, though, just by touching base for anybody who doesn't know what you're about or what you stand for or who you are, if you'd like to let us give a little introduction to who you are. Um, I'm um, Michelle Parada. Um, uh, first off, I am a medical cannabis patient. Um, I've used cannabis for 41 years. Um, I, um, that, that's first off, uh, that I'm a medical patient. You know, I really want to put that out there that, that I am. Um, who I represent and what my uh, um, brand is about is about the over 50 cannabis user, the boomer um, generation, you know, young seniors that are just starting out using cannabis. Um, because I've used it for so long and I am of almost that age myself, it's kind of a nice relation. Um, I get a lot of people that want to, um, you know, approach me and talk to me, uh, because of the age and they feel really comfortable. So, um, then I started, um, an online business and I do consulting. I've currently got um, about five consulting clients right now and I have an online store. Um, during the uh, pandemic, I am doing uh, delivery and all kinds of fun stuff. So uh, check out my website, MimiCannabis.com. There's lots going on. You're beyond busy. Yes. Well, I'm just trying to stay busy because you know what? When this started, all this started, I knew that I was going to fight against the mental health aspect of all of this. Um, I knew it wasn't going to be easy, um, but um, I decided right from the beginning. Um, I'm very particular about news media right now that I watch. I'm very particular about um, what I'm reading on yeah. social media. I'm just being very, very good to myself. You know, people realize don't realize that there are triggers and you know to sit and read conspiracy theory after conspiracy theory is getting really old and tired and you know what we all have our views on it but you know I think we have to be responsible about what we're talking about especially during these times because some people's um, triggers are are a little weaker than others well yeah and anybody that's not noticing like if like I've been feeling like different in the chest for the last month and a half 
with Absolutely. like the flutters and stuff. And I feel like that's got to be the underlining anxiety that I'm trying to mentally hide from myself with the COVID because mm -hmm. I'm working through it and everything. And I'm like, okay, I got to try to, you know, fake yes. it till you make it, but it doesn't feel good. It doesn't. Well, and the bottom line is, 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 you know, something that a lot of people don't know about me is, is I have a huge political interest of politics basically all over the world. Um, but I've had to remove myself from watching um, mainstream media, like, you know, just and 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 really to, to watch some of, of the events of, you know, how things are being handled is just really rough. Um, I'm happy to be Canadian and I'm happy um, with how things are going in this country. And I learned to concentrate during this time strictly on my own country. And exactly. Um, it really, really, really helped. Um, it's really helped. Um, so staying, you know, I think that was a big, uh, thing was just kind of, you know, just being good to myself and watching what I taking in what I can take in. Um, but yes, people have to be very careful about what they talk about right now. It's very, um, trigger sensitive. And I think we just have to really watch our messaging right now. I completely agree. So that's why agree. I decided to concentrate on work and maybe trying to make it easier for someone to clean their bong or someone easier, make it easier for someone to, um, you know, uh, to indulge with some shatter with their shatterizer or, you know, if I can do that and, and make, make somebody make somebody's day that way, then you know what? That's more important to me right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm finding it for myself personally. I'm a self-isolator on a regular basis, but when I'm so forced to self-isolate, I feel like I, it's hard. Absolutely. It's different because I'm also a rebel, right? So I don't like to do what I'm like. I don't like to be told what to do. So it's like, this is so ironic for me right now because normally I don't want to go anywhere because I ha don't have to. And now that I have to stay home, it's like, I just want to go everywhere and I can't go anywhere. Well, and, and you know what, you being, and thank you, Renee, for, you know, reminding me that you are an essential worker, and thank you for keeping the mail going, and thank you for um, all the postal workers that are doing everything to try to keep online businesses afloat, and trying to keep, you know, people getting stuff, and merchandise, and, and you know, thank you. No, we're busier um, than Christmas right now, it's insane. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? Um, I don't see it changing. Like, it's not just going to be like a switch. This is going to go on. You know, I, my concerns maybe are a little different than anyone else's. You know, I have concerns about, um, you know, whether you can catch this a second time. And if you can, then what are the implications of a vaccine? And, you know, so I really think that there is a lot of not knowing right now about coronavirus or novel coronavirus. And, and you know, and I think that we're in for a lot of ups and downs and all arounders. Um, yeah, like what are your thoughts on the future for like small, like we've got a lot of little shops that are opening up. We've got the small little head shops that are now shut down because of the COVID who may not be able to sustain financially through this whole pandemic, right? And, and, and do you want to know something? 
you know what, Renee, uh, Renee I uh, we did we did discuss a brick and mortar, uh, you know, months ago, and I mean, I saw people suffering though with bricks and mortar stores before, before this. this was even happening. So that was a big, um, uh, you know, red flag for me. Um, I saw lots of places being, you know, people renting spaces and then not being able to sustain, um, and then this lottery, and then you know, people had their hopes and being able to sell cannabis sooner, and and not being able to, like, I saw it all unfold. So I think when I was developing my business plan, I really had to think, okay, you did it cautiously. Um, yeah. Um, I am going to stick with an online business right now. Um, I can do consulting through there. I can do have an online store. Um, like I said, there's lots of other things happening. I'm currently um, hopefully going to have a, a big announcement this week. Um, and you know what I'm saying? Like I can do the, all those things basically virtually without the expense of a bricks and mortar yes. or without the expense of all of that stuff um so right now that's kind of how i'm doing it and i mean let's face it the newer gener the younger generation they want everything online and they want everything now um they they don't want to go to stores and they want to order it and have it come like that's just the, the way it is for them of, of the future you know so when i was doing my business plan all of that stuff went into consideration because it's you know, like I said, I saw people suffer that before this pandemic. So, you know, that's why I had to really, you know, do the pros and cons and, and decided to stick to online right now. Um, and it's working for me. So that's good. So for you, I know that you have a big saying that you use and I started using it myself too because I honestly think that it's an amazing saying and it's come a long way in my family is the bridging generations that you started up. So I know that you had like a lot of meaning behind that, not only just with the fact that all of your friends, you have like different age ranges of friends, right? Like you got people who are older than you. Like our, our community is based on that. Our community is not age determined like I literally right. have friends who are in their 20s and I've got friends who are up to their 60s and I never thought like you don't usually have those kind of friends outside of these kind of communities I find this is way more open we don't really Absolutely. look at age we're not judgmental towards those things nor are we biased but with your saying I find that that's come a long way like my mother and father are all on board the CBD train and the THC train now and gummies and coffee um, it's just all about education. Like what is your biggest thing with the bridging educate, uh, bridging generations? The biggest thing is the educational aspect of it. You know, yes, I've used cannabis for 41 years. Hey, give me a couple of knives and an element on a stove and I can show you how to do hot, hot knives. knives. But guess what? <laughs> I didn't know how to dab, so someone younger than me taught me how to dab. Um, I did, you know what I'm saying? We, I didn't know how to load a shatterizer. Someone younger than me showed me that. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? So this is where we have to go in. We have to be patient with older people and show them. Um, because you know what? Most people my age are nervous as hell to walk into a store and say, listen, I don't, I want to try. You know what I'm saying? There's Even I'm nervous sometimes. Yeah. Stigma. If you could hear some of the questions I get on my website, 
because people are afraid because I've put it out there. Just send me a question through my website, whatever it is. If it's recreational, medical, I'll try my best to answer it for you. And it's like simple stuff like, you know, um, you know, I, I've never used a torch before I got a couple of weeks ago. Or, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's all those little components of using and the cannabis culture of using it's breaking the, the fear. tools. It's breaking the, the fear of an old stereotype. So we have to, like, I think there's a real opportunity. Let's face it. The boomers are the number one people walking in those legal retail stores right now. So that's me. 56 years old, you know, 56, 57, 58, walking into that store. Um, oh, sometimes people this age are afraid to come right out and ask. So to have a safe place like MimiCannabis.com where they can ask a question, hey, I'm all for that. Uh, but I what my big thing is is encouraging, you know, m mothers and daughters, uh, that type of thing. Um you know, to see you and your mother interact now with through cannabis, is, it's incredible. Um, we have actually in the Ancaster area, one of the retail stores is owned by a mother and daughter. Yeah, you know, see, that's, that's awesome. I got to get my grandmother on board. She thinks it's crack. She found an yeah. edible that I had that looked like uh, Q candy. Uh -huh. And I guess it got a little wet and it was one of the yellow ones. So to yeah. her, it looked like a piece of crack. And then she told family that I left crack at her house. And then I got a picture sent to me of what it was. And I showed her what the cute candies were. And now I'm not allowed to bring any kind of cannabis product in her house. But if I was on Percocets and Oxys as a prescription, that would be fine. Even though I have a prescription for my cannabis. It's, yes. it's very confusing to me. That blows my mind because yeah. I, am an, I am an ex-addict of like, I liked oxys, I liked codeine, I liked all that shit. And that just, I don't yes. get it. I don't get it. And you know, and the big thing was, is I started in medical. So medical's always been my first passion. Um, seeing, helping people my age and older um, really, 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 um, I loved it because I, I could watch them just the lights going off when you're explaining. Yeah. Cause they think it's all about them. getting high. It doesn't have to be about that. Not everybody just gets oh. ripped. And you know, and, and like I said, I came from using, I mean, I came from grass. It was grass. It wasn't even weed back then, you know, it was, it do you want it. this or that? What? That or that and one? That looks better. It was 4%. <laughs> maybe 5% THC, you know, like compared to what we see now with the genetics and all the different cannabis. And, oh my God. It's just, it's yeah. The nutrient intakes and amendments. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, and this is just the beginning. I see a future where we're going to have specialized doses for MS, specialized doses for Parkinson's, specialized doses. for. You know what I mean? I see, I see that, you know, I might not see it, but I see that in the future. Um, do you know and and like i said medical will always be my first love so that's why i always encourage people if they ha you know people my age even though you can go to a store and and get it i always my advice when someone goes through my website is for them to get a prescription because let's face it there's no education with the recreational 
you walk in, there's only certain questions they can answer. Um, yeah, you want to be awake, you, know, you want to sleep, what do you want to do? Okay, here's your shit, get out. Yeah, their hands are tied. Um, it's unfortunate, you know, and I, I, I go around to the stores all the time, you know. Um, I think there are certain stores that have done a better job of getting around those regulations, um, you know, with uh, terpene bars and sensory stations and all of that wonderful stuff. I think they, you know, there are certain concepts that have, you know, done that. Um, but I do still run into um, employees that are afraid to that they're going to say the wrong thing, and that's the first thing they'll tell me. I'll say, "What's your biggest, you know, what's your biggest hurdle?" And they'll say, "I'm afraid that I'm going to say the wrong thing." So I hope that gets better. I really do. <laughs> Um, but right now, when people my age and older ask me, I recommend that they go see their doctor and get a prescription so that they become more, they get the education factor with it. So that you are more educated when you walk into that retail store. And you order from your LP every now and again, too. And you get that education through your, um, you know, your LP or, or that because... It's, I just think that there's a lot of people my generation and older that are walking in these stores pretty blind. I agree. Even myself, so though, because I get confused. Sense. At least at, like, other stores, I, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. When I used to go to MMJ's in Hamilton, I used right. to feel like the people behind the counter were like me. They knew what the hell I was looking for. Absolutely. I could talk to them. Now I go in these new stores. They're beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but I'm confused. What does balance mean? What is active? Just tell me it's a sativa or a fucking indica because I don't understand all these. They've got five different tiers now and they're all color coded. I don't know what that's like me going to buy mascara. I just want mascara. I don't care if it plumps or blumps or I don't understand too much shit. And I agree with you. I did get some of my best education from MMJ bud tenders. Um, absolutely. Because they were, they would talk freely about everything. Um, also when you would walk, when you go into Colorado, there's, um, somebody there, um, an education specialist that you can talk to in the stores. Whereas, you know, we can't have that in our stores. Well, and, no, you know, I went to the honey pot just for a tour and the woman came to me and you know how you have to have a personal shopper. And she admitted to me that she only smoked pot for three months at that point in her life because she had gotten a job there. And I'm like, what? I'm like, you're going to take me around for a walk and try yes. to educate me on marijuana. That's $40 for a gram. And uh -huh. you have only smoked weed for three months. How much weed have you smoked in three months? Where did you get all your weed from? It's like, Oh my God, I've been smoking since I was like 18. I, I don't even know how to talk to her. And you know, this is where the, you know, I, I, you know, let's face it after legalization, comes strict regulation um i'm hoping it's almost that like they keep knowledge out go, like in the next five years we're gonna go to a maybe more moderate regulation uh where you will be able to walk into a retail store and there will be someone that can give more medical yeah see that's uh, not right type advice Peanut, uh, i really hope um I'm, I'm not counting on it for sure but you know i i would love to see that um, but who knows, you know, it's, uh, the regulations are such that a lot of the time, I think the employees feel like their hands are tied. Um, yeah, see, so they just gotta, they just can't say it's factual information. They can only tell from my point of view, or I smoked this strain and this is what happened to me. It may not be what's going to happen to you because your cannabinoid levels could be different. So could exactly. your absorption levels, but this is my experience. Yeah. They always got to talk about. 
They can't. I'm going to tell you something. I would have a very difficult time working as a bud tender in one of those stores for that reason. Yeah. Because I know so much, just like you, that it just starts to spill out like diarrhea. I mean, honestly, I, I think I would probably get in trouble. Because of liability. Yeah, I never thought about that. And you know, and, and you know what? Do you want to know something? And it's because I'm passionate and, I, and I'm knowledgeable. And, and I mean, to, to try to um, censor myself would be really difficult. Um, so my hat goes out to those employees working around those restrictions. And uh, my hat goes out to all the stores who have adapted to this new curbside pickup so that people are able to get their cannabis. And thank you, um, Ontario, for letting the stores reopen again. Um, so you know what? I want to just shout out them as well because you know what I've placed orders now at pretty much all of the stores and gone through the experience and it's so smooth um it they've they've really you know to go through what they've gone through between the lottery and then getting stores open and then waiting for the and then to have to turn around and turn your concept around in a 360 like that yeah you know what job to the managers great job to the staff um, you know what? I always shout them out now um, when I've been doing these podcasts because you know what? That's not an easy thing to do. You have to have good leadership and good employees to get that done. So, um, shout out. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So I have had the privilege of attending two of them, but I would like to just actually shout you out a little bit for your whole involvement with the women in weed and for you involving me with the women in weed. Because I find that you are a huge female supporter. You are a feminist, but in a positive way. You're not like the, I got bigger balls than men. You're more about the equality for all. And you're about bigging up all women. And you're even including the, the gentlemen as well. But I think everybody does need a personal outlet. I do believe in men and women coming together. But sometimes men need to have their own place to go and speak where they can be 100% comfortable, and so do women. And I know everybody wants to be involved, but thank you for having that because I, I thought that, well, that was those, they're great. Let, let, just let me comment on that, and I'm so happy you brought that up because I want to make sure everyone knows that because I am probably a lot older than a lot of people, the women in this industry, I certainly am the more senior one. I feel it's my responsibility because guess what i'm going to be leave, i'm i'm going to be the first one gone or or at least retiring so um i want to be able to sit back and look at all of you and and just be so proud you know yeah that's that's what it's all about that's it leaving a legacy yes um, it, it, it makes me sad. I wish, you know, I wish this had happened years ago so I could have, you know, and of course I want it <coughs> into the future, my daughter and all of that stuff. But that's why I do praise everybody for that reason, because everyone deserves a chance. Everyone deserves to have a voice. Um, I think sometimes we lose track of that. So, um, it's really important to me. Is there a future for a dream team thing to happen with you and your daughter? 
I know she's um, still at a younger age, but I'm curious as to when she actually hits like an age range where you're comfortable with it. Do you think that you would team up with her and do like a family? Well, the bottom line that's is like a huge that, bridge that and gaps. That's what's everything going on right now. She's my yeah, because that's that's all of your that's your whole mission statement, and it's also showing it right in front of everybody. Exactly, and that's what what this is all about. This is about building a solid brand. Um, this is about you know I you know I come from a, a very unique background. You know, um, hotel restaurants. You know, um, and and right now I have all of my old colleagues that have basically lost their jobs in hotel restaurant reaching out to me um, about trying to join the cannabis industry. Um, I have some capital. What can I do? But I mean, I'm consult that those are the type of people that are reaching out uh, to consult with me right now. So, you know, and, and they're younger than, you know, they're a lot younger than me. Some are older than me. So this is why I think that the cannabis industry has a real opportunity that's one thing I will say. Yes, there is maybe some problems in this industry, but you know what? I've never felt age discriminated. So that's a really big, huge, <coughs> like you said earlier, it doesn't matter how old you are. Age kind of means wisdom here. Oh God, I um, walk in a room and I can get hugs. Like at one event, I end up getting hugs from like, Somebody as old as my grandfather all the way down to I could have had them if I would have had a kid at 17. Like it's, I know. Cannabis, that's that's the beautiful thing about it. So, you know, but yes, um, I just want to, you know, hey, like I jokingly said in a podcast recently, hey, when I'm sitting at home and you guys are all out, do you women are out doing your thing? um, You know what? Just send the limo for me. Uh, pick me up for the parties and I'll be really happy. (laughs) So when, how, and what got you introduced to cannabis? Alcohol was never my friend. Um, uh, I mean, I had my trials and tribulations with it, but Deep down, um, it was never my friend. And I remember when I first tried cannabis, I thought, hey, my head's not in the toilet. I'm having a good time. And you know what? This is all right. And and that's basically how it started for me. Um, how old were you? Uh, 15. Okay, so you started young. First started to experiment because I was one of these people, drinker and throw up drink oh god you may have had possible allergies to it you know what i mean like it just wasn't really i mean after i got older i learned to kind of moderate you know i I had a few years of some few good years of some vodka and tonics um but you know what i mean it's it's alcohol's just never been a no i can have like a couple of sips of a beer and get sick yeah you know um I think that um, I also, too, came from a generation that didn't talk about mental health. Maybe that has a lot to do with why I started uh, probably self-medicating when I was younger. Um, And I also always felt calm. Um, I did suffer from panic, anxiety, all of that stuff. Um, So guess what? Just like people are today, self-medicating I was self-medicating back then as well um 
So it's just things weren't talked about back then. You know, you didn't talk about your mental health back then. And that's why it's so important, too, about the bridging of the generations that I talk about is that, you know what? A lot of people were dealt, a lot of people my age and older were dealt a really heavy stigma when it came to cannabis, mental illness, all of that stuff. Many of them cannot unlearn it. So that's basically all I'm trying to do. That's what I think is going on with my grandma. Like, well, not my, she's not, she's my grandfather's new wife, but I like her, so I just call her grandma. Full acceptance, they right? It's it's been drilled. Yeah, it's like it's it's. I know what you mean because they went through that whole thing where it was actually prohibited, and it's it's bad. It's like even my dad is a retired cop, and he's come so far. But the fact that it was ingrained in him that it was illegal for so long, yes. Like I'm so proud of him. My brother's dead against it, but it's just like, and he is a cop. But my dad, like, yeah, I want him to come on and do a podcast with me, but he won't do it. You know what? It would be fun. It would be fun to to do one with me on as well with him. So you know what? That's what I'm saying. Like that's where, when they when I think when older people see me um, talk so freely about it and and be so positive about it and how it's helped me. Well, he's probably worried um, about judgment. He probably has that. He probably has the judgment factor in his head because of that whole what he did. It's probably his own self. There's probably something in him. I don't think it's yeah yeah. Because my mom's all like, hey, what else can we try? Let's do this. Let's, like, my mom's crazy. She's, like, the worst new person to cannabis ever. When she runs out of something, I get, like, 30 text messages from her. I'm out of coffee. I'm out of coffee. When are you getting coffee? I'll give you the money. And then the next day. So did you get the coffee? Mom, I told you a week. And then every day until she gets that coffee. Where's the coffee? When am I getting the coffee? It's like, today I talked to her, like, three times about gummies. She's going to go drive to Juanita because it reopened and go look for stuff because she doesn't want to wait. It's like, whoa. <laughs> it's like... Oh. And that's the other thing, too, that, you know, I really want to accomplish is this. I want to empower people my age and older to experiment with cannabis. Oh, yeah. She's, she goes um, everywhere. She's not cannabis. afraid. You would have yeah. fun with my mom, honestly. She is more adventurous than I am. Like, she has been in more cannabis retail shops than I have been in. And she doesn't care. She just walks in and starts talking. And I'm just like, whoa, I don't even go there. She's like, yeah, I know you need to. She's just insane. <laughs> it's like, and she buys shit and then gives it to me. So that's a good part of it. <laughs> and, that's, and that's, you know, that's what it is. A lot of it is, is empowering people. Um, I think that there's a lot of, you know, a lot of questions, a lot of like, you know, it's mysterious yeah. to a lot of people. Um, and I just found that I could really relate to people my age and older and they felt immediately felt comfortable with me. So I knew that I, I was onto something right from the beginning. And that's when I, I, I really stuck to my idea. I didn't waver. It was always going to be a brand that was going to be geared towards sort of the boomer generation. Um, you know, and I didn't waver. So, and I'm, I'm really happy that I didn't because I think it's, it's, it's starting to, you know, it's starting to pay off. It really is. Absolutely. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So what made you take a leap from a regular everyday job into the cannabis community? Well, the bottom line was after being a user for 41 years, 
And um, I, I'll be honest, I was looking for a change in my career. Um, and I was being H, I was going on some interviews and I kind and of And when you did it too, like it was pretty scary then, right? Like it was kind of... For something different at that point because I had been you know doing this for a long time um and then I decided you know and then all the talk of you know cannabis is becoming legal blah, then I decided to uh, narrow down my search to just cannabis related jobs and that was almost four and a half years ago and that's when I joined cannabis supply company um and, and I sold medical clinics and merchandise and learned everything I could about medical cannabis. So everything about records, all of that stuff, what does what, what does this, um, because I've pretty much used well, some of it, like some of it's newer to me now. Um, but you know what I mean? It, it, it was, I loved it. Were you so afraid or did knew, you jump right in? Pardon? Were you afraid? Because four and a half years ago was before a lot of illegalities. No, There's a lot of judgment and stigma I still on the noticed, community. I gave my notice from a five-year job, and I and I remember you knew. the manager. You were, my yeah. manager is upset, you know? like, And I, I just knew that I had to, to join this new industry from the bottom um, and, and see where it led. And this is, that's exactly all it was. You've never looked back. Never looked back. Now, thank any regrets from the support of my husband and my daughter. Um, it's been I've been able to follow my passion and my dream. So, you know, that's also been very helpful as well. So, no, oh, that's awesome. What biggest uh, biggest success so far? Hmm, biggest success. Hmm, I would have to say. Um, to me, my biggest success, personal success was meeting Tommy Chong. I mean, the ultimate <laughs> senior stoner. I mean, I'm sorry, but like to she me. She does have that picture up on her page, guys. And to spend the evening with him and just to, to see what a wonderful, kind, he's going to leave such a wonderful legacy. Um, and... You know, that was a really big achievement for me. Um, and that's, you know, and, and, and just getting the word out, you know, it's, it's, um, I try not to, I have a hard time boasting about myself. That's Absolutely. You're humble. Person. So she does it for me. That's, you know, <laughs> Tracy Mori does it for me because, you know, that's, you know, that's what Tracy does. She brags, she brags about people, you know, that's her job. So uh, I'm not good about bragging about myself. So, you know what? She's, I, she, she, that's, that's what she does. And she's very good at it. So that's her job. <laughs> what about, how about you tell us a story about Buddy and Flora? Oh, Buddy and Flora. Well, Buddy and Flora are the two uh, characters behind my Green is the New Grey. Green is the New Grey kind of, you know, of course, it's definitely, it's, it surely is a play on Orange is the New Black. And, and, and I, and I was thinking, you know, I really wanted to do something fun. I wanted to do characters. Um, and basically I had somebody um, who shall remain nameless because they've asked to be remain nameless designed those characters for me 
Um, and um, I came up with the concept, Green is the New Gray. Together, her and I created um, Buddy and Flora. And um, yeah, and, and Buddy and Flora, I think, um, will probably do a few more adventures. Um, we may take them in a few different directions. There may be a couple of shady relatives. We're not sure yet. There's, but he's pretty hot. Yeah. Well, you know what? They, they've got a nephew that's, you know, a little bit questionable. So we're just kind of, um, uh, and a grandson or no, he's, I, yeah, I guess he would be their grandson, but there's also a son that's a little bit questionable. So we're just kind of developing the characters a little bit more. Um, I think you'll see um, a little bit more come to that um, in the future. These characters are awesome, guys. You've got to check them out. She's got shirts and some merch on them as well. But they are amazing, and Buddy is super hot. So <laughs> uh, fun well, questions. You know what? You should ask me who, you know, who I think the inspiration of Buddy um, um is is very i don't know there's lots going on with buddy he's he reminds uh, me of that hot santa the santa model guy have you yes. heard of the hand the hot santa the grandpa santa or whatever his name is i don't know what his name is Mm-hmm. but there were lots of thoughts when i was approving buddy of as to who he reminded me of um he actually reminds me of a couple of gentlemen in the community so he reminds me a bit of uh bubba nicholson and um, a little bit like Harry White combination. So that's when I was looking at him. That's who I was kind of, I don't know. No, I like Two it. Two of our handsomer men in the, in the industry, absolutely. <laughs> I like it. I totally like it. And you guys know that you can get that at MimiCannabis.com. She also has links up in her website. But now for some fun time. Favorite strain? White Widow. White Widow. Favorite way to smoke your weed? Joint. A joint. Favorite papers? Raw. Raw. Everybody loves freaking raw papers, man, of course. I like no. I like raw cones because I suck at rolling. So oh, you do that. I can't. I only can roll one kind. roll shitty. So you can put that out there. So nothing to be no. embarrassed about. I can't. I am not a good roller either. I got good with her because I had to roll us like a weekend worth of joints so by like halfway through they started to look good but then as soon as I stopped doing it it's not like riding a bike you don't no. just pick it back up it's not the same um no, you're still smoking a lot of concentrates because when I did first meet you you were doing a lot of concentrates yes I do smoke a lot of concentrates but I do like a lot of dabbing and shatterizing and yes I do still do a lot of that <laughs> <laughs> and I t still take a shit ton of oil so yeah nothing's changed Renee your morning ritual <laughs> no I appreciate this thank you so much for joining us today on this podcast oh, I can't great. wait no, but I've never felt more comfortable speaking with you know I think it's because we're so close but you know what it was really really it, it felt really personal and really nice well, I kind of let it guide itself. Like, I do have a set of questions, and if I don't get to all of them, I don't get to all of them, but I it just let it kind of go. We let it go the way it goes. Yes, and let's hope that, you know what, we do salvage a summer um, out of this at some point. Um, 
I, cause I was really, I was planning an event, um, for Mimi cannabis. Um, and, and I'm going to be really disappointed if I'm not able to do it. So at least, yeah, at least if we can get August or September in there, that would be awesome. I know September's back yeah, to work yeah, and stuff, but yeah, so but totally exactly, awesome. exactly. So let's, you know, let's just see what happens, but you know, um, yes, I appreciate you having me and it was great. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. And everybody, please stay tuned for our next episode, and I will be posting this one shortly. I'd like to just say thank you so much to all of you today for listening to the latest episode of Smoke Sessions with the Kush Queen. In the future, you'll be able to find our episodes every other Wednesday or Saturday on Instagram Live. We'll also be posting all of them onto Spotify and Anchor and Google and iTunes. If you have any other platforms to listen to you'll probably be able to find me there as well so just please stay tuned for upcoming guests all show features are available on instagram have a great day and again thanks for listening stay lifted and stay tuned